1: Welcome back everyone to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Brandon Elliott. I'm excited today. We got a special guest coming in from California as well. And just the last couple of years, got started in real estate investing, got an awesome opportunity as a real estate agent, was able to get a creative wholesaling opportunity. So good of a deal that instead of selling it and making just that one-time lump sum you know, chunk, Uh, really did the savvy move, like the real investor move, right? Not the W-2, you know, payday type of mindset, but realize what this could do for the long run and the monthly income and turning it into at first a house hacking situation. And and we'll be able to hear more in just a moment. But afterwards now doing short-term rentals and making it very profitable. So it's the very beginning, you know, grassroots type of journey and Fresh getting started as a real estate investor, which is perfect for so many people that are on the fence right now or waiting for that big ultimate crash, right? It may be time to jump off the damn fence to get started after today. So, Jonathan, what's happening, man? How are you today? Super
0: excited, man. Thanks for this opportunity, and I' just super excited to come on the podcast and kind of share a little bit about me in hopes that it, you know, reaches someone and, you know, really gets them to take action because, you know your dreams are really just at the you know your fingertips you really just have to yep. work a little bit every single day and and have a good angle at life and you'll get there you know
1: i love it man so anybody out there that doesn't know more about your story who you are where you're from do you mind diving in a little bit deeper
0: yeah of course so my name is jonathan vieiro i'm from lake Arrowhead, california born and raised 23 years old so i'm a new young hungry investor I pretty much right out of high school jumped into the business and there's a lot of things that helped out in my story, but, and to get to me to where I'm at, but obviously I'm still fresh in this journey, learning new things every single day. So that's just the most exciting thing, but I'm very fortunate and blessed to have gotten where I have been. So I think it's definitely valuable from a beginner or a grassroots standpoint to learn you know maybe some things that i've done to kind of help people get to where they're at
1: yeah yeah i love it so you are an agent right so when did you get your real estate license
0: yeah so i first had an internship with a rental guy from this real estate company and he was my first mentor and he love told it. me over and over he, bro you got to get your real estate license like you know if you want to real invest in real estate you need to know the people you need to have the money and you need to have the skill set right And so that was the first step I took. And that was at the end of, I pretty much did that internship all of 2019. I got my license in December of 2019, two months before COVID started. So it was, yeah, right when I started, I had two months of just, you know, on the ground, running, moving forward, getting listings, and then boom, lockdown and, you know, all my business dried up for four or five months. But then of course- it flipped even again and it became really crazy. So, yeah, that's kind of, yeah. So, I got my real estate license in 2019 and it was, yeah, it changed my life and it really grew me.
1: Yeah, I love mentors, man. I, I can't like most of the successes that I've had or like just decisions and business ventures, and it can always pinpoint back to the guidance or the help, the encouragement, the prosperity, the, you know, all these different angles of a mentor. So, yeah, it's awesome that you met somebody that believed in you, saw something probably even bigger than you even believed in yourself, and then they guided you. First, let me ask though, kind of a step back, why real estate?
0: Yeah. Did so, you have
1: any friends, family members that
0: was in that section or what? Not at all. So, yeah. <laughs> from where I basically was at after leaving high school, my goal was actually to be a professional mountain biker. Okay, uh, I raced rookie pro for two years, and that was also while I was studying for my license. But what I really learned from being on the road a little bit and meeting professional athletes it was just that there's not a lot of money in it unless you get to the you know top 0.1 percent of the sport. Oh, sure. Uh, you really don't have much freedom. And honestly, for me, it kind of sucked the joy out of writing. So I learned basically I need to be able to make money part time and not trade my time for money, but also just utilize a skill set or a business or some sort of system that you know makes me money semi-passively, you know, just where I don't have to show up and and trade my time for money. So I really just started falling in love with different ways of doing business or different skill sets that, you know, really allowed me to do a part-time work, full-time life, right? That financial freedom. And I actually stumbled upon, this is is the first thing I stumbled upon day trading, like Forex and options, right? This was fresh out of high school, man. And I just I did that for about six months. And I just felt like it was a lot more like gambling. There was no like concreteness to it. Yeah, you can make a bunch of money if you have money and you have the skill set. So when you have nothing, you're kind of just you know, you're just wasting time. But so I did that. When you
1: have nothing, plus you need to like, you know, there's going to be some learning curves coming up. You're like,
0: oh, shoot, man, this is going to be difficult, right? Yeah, it was cool. But the biggest thing that came from that was it introduced me, you know, from that school and mentorship program that I started learning that it just grew my mind to the possibilities of life, you know, meeting these people that are wealthy, managing millions of dollars, you know, to them, $100,000 is nothing. And it's just like, you know, coming from a small town kid that really like didn't come from money, like it just yeah. blew my mind. And it also really elevated me, my mind to say that, you know what, I can go out and do it too. Like if these people can, and they don't seem very smart either, like I could do it too. So what that really did for me was it leveled up my mind. It got me into a different, you know, network, right? Sure. with people that were doing things in business and doing that lifestyle that I really was looking for. And the biggest thing from that day trading phase was that I met a guy from San Clemente that told me, hey, you know, locally, you need to go find a mentor. Someone, like you said, like who takes care of you, who wants the best for you, that can not necessarily call the shots for you, but also guide you into certain ways of business that will actually get you to where you want to go. So yeah, i faster like, without
1: all the mistakes and everything else, oh, not good. making the wrong and, decisions.
0: And so as I was racing bikes on the weekend, I, weekdays, I would go. I mean, I literally just started walking into real estate offices. That's how I did it. And I, yeah, I met this guy from someone I worked with and it went from there, man. That was my first mentorship. That's how I got started.
1: I love it, man. It, it's so funny. It's like, You brought up something that made me think of when we're young at first, a lot of times we put a lot of people or, you know, things on pedestals at first. Right. And it's funny, like once you actually just start implementing it, doing it and realizing like, you know, there's a lot of successful people and they're not the smartest guys in the room, but they yeah. they got something like it, it's not rocket science to be able right. to get the certain pieces in place yeah. to really succeed with certain things. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome that you got the encouragement from being in that group.
0: 100%. Yeah. And I'm glad, you know, I took that leap of faith to do something that was completely opposite of honestly of what I wanted to do. For the sake of what I wanted in the future, you know? Yes. A lot of people, I feel like they decide for what they want tomorrow.
1: Yeah, today, right? Yeah.
0: Like, oh, okay, how can I make money this week instead of how can I build a skill set or how can I build a lifestyle that makes me money for the rest of my life? Yeah. Easier as I go, instead of I have to put this much in and I get this much out, you know, something that's scalable. So, yeah, I'm glad I first took that leap of faith to do something different and kind of go against what I've been taught in school and all that, you know?
1: Yeah, that's good. I love it. So, talk to me about this deal, man. So, you ended up getting this opportunity. How did the lead come through originally, you know, to start off with?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I'll give a little bit of context. Basically, I had a year of worth of selling real estate in. Half COVID, half post-pandemic craziness, right? When everybody was buying. But I sold about $7 million worth of real estate my first year as a beginning agent. But where I really learned during that phase was marketing and sales, right? Oh yeah. Which is the peak skill set in real estate investing, right? And so the entire time I'm focusing on selling, I'm in the back of my mind, I'm gonna get ready to buy some real estate with this money, right? You know, as a young kid, I don't need to go blah. you know, I just don't need to blow this money. Let's go put it to work. Right. Yeah. And so I literally, I was thinking hard about how can I apply this marketing sales to either wholesaling and flipping, or, you know, I'm in a vacation area, so I could go after short term rentals very easily. And I was like, okay, like who's doing it. Right. So I start looking up all these like wholesale investing mentorships, and I'm just like consuming content for free, just like you guys are today. Right. Yep. Consuming, start putting a plan together, right? My plan was okay, I'm going to do yard signs just all over the community. And then I'm going to write handwritten letters. I'm going to try to do about 10 a day for like three months, right? And put a little bit of an Instagram up, did some Facebook group work, very like minimal stuff. Like that was literally the level of my marketing plan at the time. And the thing that got me this deal was that this lady, Kept seeing my sign. I put it out front of the post office. Wow. Seeing it every day. She goes to work once a week, right? Like she just keeps seeing it. And I had a website hooked up to this sign. You know, it's just, we buy cabins. And she looked me up, calls me and I just get this call. This was probably one out of six leads I got. So it wasn't like I had like a pipeline stacked with leads. Like this was literally like probably one of the first two, three calls that I got, you know? And the first two were like, you know, like cursing you out, right? (laughs) It's crazy that it's a whole home run, but it's also cool that, you know, it doesn't take a massive marketing plan. Like you can do stuff at a very beginner level and get results. Yeah. Um, You know, you just have to do the work. So yeah, signs were out in the communities. This lady calls me, she says, I need to get to Northern California in about three weeks. Can you come, you know, like, you know, give us your whole spiel. Okay, sit down. Obviously, I've sold houses before, but I've never bought any personally, right? <laughs> and so I sit down with this lady and I'm like, "You know, do you guys have any idea of how much you were looking for?" And they're like, "Oh, probably about like 350." And I'm like, already like screaming internally cuz, you know, I know the value, the value at the time when I bought it was probably 450. So she's already where she's at, you know, she's already at about 350, and I said, "Okay, well, Knowing how much I can actually afford, it was about like three fifty. So I'm like, okay, I could buy this deal as is, but let me see if I can get any sort of discount. So I'm like, okay, let me let me go talk to my investors. So I go outside, I call my parents, right? And I was like, hey, like my investors, my investors, right? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> and I was like, hey, I'm sitting down with this person, then I'm gonna try to buy their house or I'm gonna try to wholesale it, whatever that is, right? Don't even didn't know what that is yet. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like sitting outside, I'm talking, I'm like, okay, cool. And they're just like, as long as it's a good deal and like you have the cash for it, like go ahead. Right. So I go back inside and I'm like, okay, I can do 285. Right. And they're like, oh, that's a little too low. 315. I said, you got a deal. So literally from three months of marketing, four or five phone calls, one appointment, I got under contract property for Three fifteen, and it was probably worth four hundred fifty thousand dollars. And again, I was
1: as, like, as is, or you had to put in some work to it. No, that was instant equity.
0: Wow, yeah. Like that house, the appraiser, like mid escrow, called me laughing. He's like, "Dude, how did you do this?" And I'm like, "Honestly, it's a hail mary. is lucky, you know." But yeah, so I got a slam dunk deal. I ended up literally two days later, I had to fly out to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, to do a family reunion for three weeks. So not only did I just get a great deal, but now I have to buy it from the other side of the country, right? So I'm like, obviously I've been through the process, but I learned so much through that process and my company and my, you know, my mentors from my company, the sales company helped me out, get through it. And so we ended up buying it. I just used literally a a first time home buyer, primary residence. I think I got like 2.99% at that time. You and, bought it traditional.
1: Uh, you bought it traditional with a, a loan on it. No. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Okay.
0: I, I think I had $25,000 to put into it. Yeah. Which I put into it. So it's, let's again, it go. Like super leverage, super like beginner level. Like a lot of people, you know, if you've got 25, 30 K, you can buy real estate. You yeah. just need a good deal. You need more something buying. And then needed a little bit of hustle to add to that to get the deal, you know? So,
1: So, yeah. Okay. So, you got that incredible rate. You got a loan. How long did it take to
0: close? We closed, I think it's about 35 days because there was a little bit of holdups. But yeah, I think I got them moving up to Northern California, pretty close to... Actually, they left before we even closed. They were so guaranteed. Like, they they needed to go. So, I showed up. The house was completely vacant. They got the... You know, I got the keys. They're happy. So, honestly... The other part of this is these people needed to go. And
1: that's a huge part of it. It really is. That's the why of why they're trying to get, you know, sell this quick and discounted.
0: Did they have it listed? No. Again, they called me as a realtor. Yeah. But I was, so my sign was just, we buy cabins, right? But when I pick up the phone, I'm like, you know, basically I can help you in a, a variety of solutions, you know, sure. I can either find you a buyer on the market or one of my wholesale buyers, right? Yeah. Or I can list it and try to sell it to a retail buyer, or I can make you an offer. So as a real estate agent, wholesaler, flipper, buyer, right? I have the arsenal, uh, you know, uh, arsenal the full of the options. Tools. Yeah. Yep. And that's what, that's what people really in business really needs is you need that flexibility and you need to meet people where you're at instead of just, you know, handing leads off. So that was why I like that position I- of, I think first off, like having
1: the agent role and professionalism, it makes people feel more comfortable in some, you know, fashion, as well as like you said, like having the arsenal of different options. You're like the one-stop shop in a professional suit, like ready to go and have the title, the legal background. So like that makes somebody feel like, cool, this is one-stop shop. I feel good you know, he can solve my problems, which is awesome. 100%.
0: Yeah. And so I talked with them. They asked me the question, like, what do you think he would get on the market? I told them 450, honestly. You did? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm being 100% transparent. I'm not, you know, manipulating anybody. But I just told them, I was like, I can't, that's going to take us at least 60 days, 90 days. And if for whatever reason, someone backs out because they don't like something, then we got to restart that clock. But what I can do for you, I can get you an offer that we can close in, I told them, 21 days. And that's what they went with. So yeah, I was just providing what options they had. And they just happened to pick the one that really was valuable to me. But my other plan B was, okay, if I still get a good deal and I can't buy it, I'm going to go call up all of my clients who are searching for deals that I found as a real estate agent. And I'm going to say, hey, by the way, I've got this opportunity. It's a little bit unique but I can assign you the contract for 10 grand or whatever, right? Yeah. So that's how I first became a wholesaler. (laughs) I was trying to buy properties as a real estate agent. So you can really get creative with real estate. And a lot of people look at, okay, I want to be a wholesaler or I want to be a buy and hold rental guy. Mm -hmm. I want to be a real estate agent. If you actually just look at all of those industries and like how those angles at real estate, there's really not much in between, you know, like you could do them all pretty much as long as you yeah, have. Yeah. There's
1: different marketing strategies. If you really want to take it like full time professional, right. there's definitely marketing strategies behind that. But besides that, as long as you are educated and equipped, like you can have the arsenal of different options, which makes you, you know, a deadly weapon out there because you can really yeah. solve the person's problem. Which is awesome. Yeah, and so I assume they really liked you as well as a person.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, again, like if you are thirty-five and some twenty-one-year-old comes and sits at your kitchen table and and gives you an offer that works, and yeah, again, like I know what I'm talking about, so that so that's what makes sense, you know. But honestly, people go for competence, you know. Like if you legitimately know what you're talking about, you don't. You could be fourteen and do this stuff, like. Other than, yeah, I mean, like experience does come with, you know, reward, like the more you do it. the So there is no barrier to entry to try, right? Like this was my first property that ever bought. Yeah. But I had a previous skill set of selling them. So, you know, you kind of work your way up through the milestones and then the skill sets and you can get into those higher paying opportunities. And that's what's really like, start with what works, you know, and And then
1: did you have to put any money into it afterwards, remodeling? Yeah. So,
0: so again, I spent pretty much like my last dime buying it, right? Mm-hmm. And I moved in and I pretty much, I was like, okay, let's find some roommates to offset the mortgage. That was, you know, I have to live in this for a year. It's going to be a house hack, right? How much, how much is the mortgage? Well, at the time I bought it, I put $18,000 down. I had about 25 in with the closing cost total sure so 310 my, yeah like 290 was around that that was my mortgage yeah
1: like i mean your monthly payment oh,
0: monthly yeah 1900 with utilities comes out to about 2300 usually yeah 2300
1: cool and then um, how many
0: rooms three bedroom could be a fourth so there is a basement that i can convert cool um, but it was weird because the the third bedroom was a loft that didn't have doors or a wall on it so okay. i in a wallless room for a year yeah. and a half with roommates.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And then how
1: much were you able to collect from the roommates?
0: We tried, I tried to get about, I think, 900 bucks a month from um, each one. Yeah, from each one. And what I, I wasn't able to get like long term leases. So I ended up finding travel workers, travel business people on Airbnb. Okay. I listed each room on Airbnb and that was a, it was like a live in. Airbnb, but I was renting rooms out for like nine hundred bucks a month. That kept me going for about a year and a half. Yeah,
1: cool. And then, so what are you doing now with it?
0: Yeah, so moved out probably about eight months ago. I went back and I used a business credit card to fund a renovation in the master bedroom. So that way, it's like that way it's a more legit vacation rental, and it everything's put together better. So. I got it up to, let's say, Airbnb standard, right? Put it on as a vacation rental, and then from there, I'm just focusing on increasing the profit. You know, getting to the point to where I'm ranked high enough to where I can start, yeah. And then that's the next phase is like leverage against it, go back, completely flip it, make it gorgeous, and yeah. then also use that money to go buy the next deal and the next two deals. So um, I love it. Right
1: how much are you bringing in per month currently on Airbnb?
0: About $3,500. So, um, again, that's like very beginner level. I've been doing this for like four months. So, I'm excited to grow that. Yeah. But the good thing is, is that the mortgage is covered. I don't have to worry about that much anymore. I'm finding a middle market where their are weekly and monthly stays and not just going after the weekenders that. So, it's lighter than like someone who's strictly like nightly stays you know, I don't have as much turnover. So I found out that kind of middle market's working right now. And then probably this winter, I'll go pretty heavy with the nightly stays and try to get after those skiers and, and things like that. So I think we do, I don't, I should have Jennifer
1: come in here right now because she handles all of our short-term rentals. Mm -hmm. Um, I just look at the numbers and we're at like 37,000 for this last 30 days. And it really just comes down to, I think we do like a three day minimum. So there's no party people. There's no stay at home vacation type of things. We don't do that because we come to find that it's like parties and and nasty stuff like that. So we typically find like family members that stay for, I think we average about
0: five day stays, which is nice. Yeah, that's the gold. That's the gold right there.
1: Okay. So you also mentioned something that you ended up getting, took out a business credit card, was a 0% interest?
0: Yeah. For 18 months, just straight through Chase, my CPA was freaking out over my taxes and she made me incorporate my business for sales. And then she's like, hey, you got to start working with business credit. And I was like, totally new to that game and super excited. And yeah, I like I've applied for credit cards before to go on vacations and stuff, but business credit's cool because it's there's like much better tools with it. It's um, true. And so I think yeah, I just got like a twenty thousand dollar limit. I didn't do any I just started, you know, charging stuff to Home Depot on it and just started paying for everything through it. And then my goal is yeah, to have the cash flow from the the rental pay that card off. So yeah. Uh, yeah. And you got 18 months to make it happen. So yeah, I mean so- Yeah. And then if I, for whatever reason, want to keep that balance, I'm just going to apply for a new one, move the balance over, and then start from just keep deferring it. But yeah. So, great business tool. You know, like, so if you only have $25,000 to buy the property, and you, I honestly, what I should have done was right when I moved in, pulled that $20,000 line again, and then, you know, called my friends and said, Hey, I'm going to have you install some flooring or, right? And like, yeah. Renovated back then because then this entire time, it would have probably been cash flowing more. So,
1: oh, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. So, it's always think about the burst strategy, the value add right away, as mm-hmm. all investors do, you know, that's the way to go. And if the name of the game as any investor is the OPM, like other people's money, yeah. and a lot of people think, like, okay, I got to borrow it from my investors, aka parents or friends, family, whatever, yeah. right? But just like, You know, just like you did, the banks can be OPM, you know, 18 months, 0% interest from getting just one credit card. I
0: mean, come on. Yeah. It's like, that's the way to do it. Vacation, flip your house. Like, you got 18 months to start. And it's not even like, you don't have to pay it. That's just when you start getting charged interest. Yeah. Like I said, too, is like, you just apply for another card, move the balance over, and then you start from square one. And so, like, it is the most, life hack beginner skill set that anybody can start doing you have to have a decent credit profile and you can kind of go into the qualifications on what like i just needed to have basically you know i need to be able to qualify for the credit card and that was about it yeah Yeah. Every, every
1: card's different. A lot of people don't realize though, that there's literally 9,500 banks, 9,500 banks nationwide. Guess what? They all want to lend to you. That's their business. They make money when you actually borrow and leverage and they try to set you up with the 0% interest at first and then with hopes that over time, you know, they'll be able to make more money off of you, but guess yeah. what? This is exactly what the rich do. This is exact like all businesses run off of leveraging credit and debt. So, um, when you understand that, when you identify that and realize exactly what the banks have been doing to us for yeah. hundreds of years, it's like it's time to flip the script on the banks. And yeah. uh, I love it, man.
0: Yeah. And it's a great tool for beginners that don't have a lot of money, especially if you're, you know, trying to get started, even just buying your first house or buying your first rental again. Like I I learned these things along the way, which I wish someone like grabbed me was a 19 year old was like, okay, do this exact thing. But hey, I'm right on time. You know, there's plenty of people that, you know, wish they started sooner. So I'd encourage everybody just like literally just find your local opportunity and do it and don't worry, just you will learn what you need to learn along the way. You know? You know
1: what's funny? When I was younger, I wished somebody would have shook me up and said like, hey, do it this way. I always wanted guidance because I knew that I needed it. However, like I've tried doing that with my 18 year old nephew and just no care in the world. So in the future, when they get to that point, who knows maybe, but it's kind of funny, even though, you know, we say that we might want it at the time, it's kind of within your time that you get to it. And I think it's perfect timing. And I wouldn't recommend anything else except credit because you can sleep better at night knowing that you're not borrowing money from friends, family, grandmother, whatever, and you're doing it with the bank, it's only your credit. And you have backup plans You know, to pay a contractor. I only pay with credit, so I don't get screwed over. It's my insurance plan, right? And then at the end, you get so many points afterwards after doing the renovation or buying you know, each property that you can go on a free vacation afterwards. So it's yeah. like, when, it's a no brainer. Yeah. yeah.
0: I went to, where did I go? I went to Greece for 10 days. Yep. Thanks to Chase, baby. Yeah, thanks to Chase, baby. <laughs> I love it. I just got
1: engaged in Santorini a couple of weeks ago and it, it was beautiful, man. We were just traveling. We went to eight different countries for a full month in Europe and it was just incredible. So I, I yeah. definitely
0: recommend it. Yeah, and the banks probably paid for it, right? They they pay. We didn't pay a dime. Like it yeah.
1: was crazy. We paid for taxis and uh, and a little bit of food here and there, but we had everything else like Dude. comped and and taken care of. It's a
0: true life hack, you know. Credit yeah. stacking, credit uh, bonus. What do you what do you even call it? You know. Yeah,
1: um, the sign up bonus. bonuses. We've had people get seventeen thousand in free sign up
0: bonuses, like just yeah. free cash, and you can do That's- this every six months. Even if you just do that, you'll be making money. Well, you have Those. a sweet lifestyle, but you, yeah, you, know, you tack along a business along with this, man. It gets really sweet, really quick. So yeah, yeah it's a no careful, brainer, obviously. But yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all the right education, so, and this is you know, it's funny that we're diving deep into this, but man, I, it, it's right up my alley. It's exactly what we teach in Credit Council Elite. So. If you guys actually want to learn how to get up to $500,000 at 0% interest so that you can grow, scale your business and do this every 6 months for yourself, significant other, friends, family, clients, whatever, get a get a big stack of these and get anywhere from 10 to 40 plus cards approved in the next 30 to 90 days, then check out creditcounselelite.com. That's that's a way to go for sure. Cool man, I appreciate you jumping on today. Any, you know, recommendations
0: that you would give to somebody brand new just getting started? Well, the first thing is find someone that, you know, you know, trust, maybe they're in business. And the biggest question that I asked when I was starting out in a new network or anything is to say, if you were me, what would you do? Yeah. Right. And do people like unleash the gold on you, man? I went to this sales seminar in San Diego for two days and I just asked that question to probably 20, 50 people. And no, probably just 20 people, but I would just write after I'd get done, I would just write down everything they said, man. And then that next year, I literally just did what those people said. And it ends up being this, like, you'll look back after like 10 years and be like, wow, that was actually gold at the time. You'll probably hear stuff and be like, okay, what does that mean? You know? But it's, I think, yeah, if you can find someone that you can sit down with, even just a, um, an hour a week and just ask them questions about their businesses or how they got to where they're at, or where could you see a young guy fitting into this industry and playing a role and scaling it and and learn it. The biggest thing is a skill set too. You know, you don't have to be a business person yet. If you just start with the grassroots skill set of sales or marketing or management, or, you know, if you can make other people money, you can make, you can get them attention or you can multiple, you know, if you can figure out something that you really like. And the other thing too, is I feel like people only want to do what sounds fun, but you'll actually find fun in the challenge. You'll find the growth and the excitement over stuff that's uncomfortable, right? So delay that gratification, apply yourself to something that's just exciting. It might not be the most like, you know, what we're talking about going to Greece for free, it might not be like that yet. But again, I got into it because I just didn't want to travel with a mountain bike and make no money and just yeah. be a bum. Like, okay, what works when I'm home, right? I can, I have, let's say 10 hours a, a week to work, right? I am in a vacation destination yep. with plenty of people making plenty of money. And it all happens to do with real estate, usually up here or the vacation industry. You know, I could have sure. rent. I can go rent kayaks or even mountain bikes and make money. But real estate is something that I see that everybody participates that has money, right? Everybody needs to participate in real estate, even regardless if they're in an industry that has nothing to do with real estate. So it's a great place to start, even if you end up pivoting in a year or a year or two or whatever. Like, dude, if your foundation is in sales, marketing, management of money or multiplying, or even just gaining people's attention with online stuff, You're in good hands. So just find your local opportunity and just get after it. But spend it, you know, all of your spare time and get obsessed with that thing, you know, but also like I know with the social media and all the rah, rah, like I think all of my friends are like spread their energy over 10 or 15 different things. Find two, just say two, right? Yeah. Laser beam. Yeah. Stay focused,
1: obsessed
0: with it spend your time, you spend your reading, spend your, you know, all your energy and learning that thing. And yeah, yeah, just start putting it into play and you'll get there easy. So that's exactly what I did. And yeah, so we got a short term rental, we're young, and we've got a great sales business. And then yeah, we're participating a lot more in wholesale and real estate investing. And I'm excited to see where that's going to take me. And yeah, I mean, my goal by 2025, buy vacation rentals, million dollar net worth, Quarter million dollars in sales each year would be great. So
1: yeah, oh yeah, man, I love it, dude. Well, I appreciate you jumping on, and I love your heart, man. I'm excited to see where you take this. And just like you said, like everybody should have a couple rentals at the very least. And uh, and whatever that thing is for you, it, it could be exactly the opposite of what you thought it would be, but it could be the most rewarding thing. So just try a bunch of things out there for sure. But get real estate. Is this is the long story short? Get some real estate.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, again, even if it's just learning how to buy your house, right? Or yeah. Because again, the skill set of what what real estate people do is use skill sets that work for a, a bunch of different industries. They just apply it to this asset class. Sure. So you apply your real estate skills to social media. Boom. You know, you can do network branding and affiliate marketing, right? You apply your real estate skills to let's say amazon right like you know drop shipping stuff boom like it it all is an ecosystem that's based around skill set so and you just find what's exciting and kind of also work your life backwards that was a big thing too that one of those people said to me you know was asking what would they do is and en- reverse engineer your life all the way yeah. from when you're retired and on your deathbed work it way all the way down probably every 10 years until today right Who do you want to be in 60 40 30 10 5 2 years who do you want to be and then just engineer today and tomorrow to be like that and the micro will make the macro like so and you do that man and yeah you'll there's not there's very few things that will be in your way you know Um, but you have to have that very zoomed out birds like look you know at life jonathan how can
1: people get a hold of you
0: best place is probably instagram if you guys want to look up my sales stuff, Team Lake Arrowhead is the handle. You can also just, if you're curious and want to network, you can look up my name, Jonathan.viero on Instagram. You can see my sports stuff. I'm really involved more personally on that one. But yeah, business hustles all on Team Lake Arrowhead. Personal stuff's on Jonathan Viero. So and I'd love to connect with you guys and see your journey. Feel free to ask me any questions. And, uh, you know, we'll network and, and make some money together.
1: Hell yeah. I love it, dude. Well, I appreciate you, man. I'm excited to see where you take this. And yeah, I appreciate you just jumping on today to be able to pour into the listeners. So guys, as always, reach out to Jonathan. He's a wealth of knowledge and somebody just great to be able to network with. And if you guys want to get a hold of me, you can always do so on Instagram. It's Brandon Elliott Investments. Otherwise, check out uh Facebook.com forward slash Brandon Elliott Investor. And like I said, if you're looking to really get educated, I'm not a banker, I'm not a broker, I'm not a lender. I'm I'm literally uh just teaching you the education on how we went from eleven thousand in debt to 8.5 million in real estate and uh and how you guys can too. It was all with credit learning how to get a ton of money from the banks and getting the banks to say yes every time. So if you're looking to learn more about that, check out creditcounselelite.com. There's a quick 20-minute video on there that breaks down exactly what I'm talking about, teaches you the techniques that we're sharing. And uh, afterwards, you can jump on a one-on-one call with either myself or somebody on our team to be able to hear more about your goals, where you're currently at, what's stopping you from getting there. And we'll give you some tips and tricks on how to get there as a second opinion. Also, we just uh, launched our Credit Council Elite Instagram page. Would love for uh, for you to jump on there and, uh, and follow us over there. There's going to be a lot of awesome content coming soon. So we will see you on the very next episode. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you get the newest episode every Monday. Leave that five-star review on whatever platform that you listen to. Ideally, iTunes. And uh, we will catch you next time. Till next time, guys. God bless. Jonathan, appreciate you, bro. Thank you, Brandon.
0: Episode of Ready Set Go Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by Brandon Elliott. For more information, please visit Brandon Also, please don't forget to like, share, and leave a comment below. Thanks again for joining. Until next time, God bless.